Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word, your daily podcast for inspirational scriptures for your time of prayer and meditation. We're continuing Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verses 4 through 8 in the New King James Version. It reads, I made my works great. I built myself houses and planted myself vineyards. I made myself gardens and orchards. I planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made myself water pools from which to water the growing trees of the grove. I acquired male and female servants and had servants born in my house. Yes, I had greater possessions of herds and flocks than all who were in Jerusalem before me. I also gathered for myself silver and gold and the special treasures of kings and of the provinces. I acquired male and female singers, the delights of the sons of men, and musical instruments of all kinds. Again, Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verses 4 through 8 in the New King James Version, which titles it The Vanity of Pleasure. And our commentary titles it, Life in View of Death. And this is the continuation of the subtitle, The Pursuit of Pleasure Tested and Found Lacking. I'll be back with uh, insights and thoughts for meditation. Hi, this is Hope Scott, your host of 5 Minutes in the Word. Thanks for listening to my daily podcast, which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Please listen, subscribe, and follow on any major listening platform. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, and almost all major listening platforms. Also, please like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Podchaser. In this section, Solomon is looking at the search for meaning in work and accomplishments. If building and improving and amassing great riches and accomplishments could give true meaning to life, the preacher would have found it. We read of Solomon's buildings, in, and you can read of Solomon's buildings in 1 Kings verse, uh, chapter 9, verses 15 through 19. And they are all great works, such as became his purse and spirit and great dignity. Remember, he had the charge to build God's temple. His uh, father David wanted to do it. He felt that, um, you know, it should have been his right to do it. But God said he had uh, too much blood on his hands and that his son would build. And Solomon did. Solomon also, uh, he took to love a garden, which to some can be as bewitching as building. Because I know those who love to garden, they really love to garden. And you can see in it, you see the labor of love, really that they put into the task of building a garden, of designing it, of planning the things that they love, of caring for it. And that's how Solomon was. He planted himself vineyards with uh, which the soil and climate of the land of Canaan favored. 
he made himself fine gardens. He laid out a great deal of money in waterworks. He built ponds and canals, not for sport, but for use to water the wood that would bring forth trees. So he not only planted, but watered. And then of course he left the increase to God as we all should. He also increased his family. When he proposed to himself to do good work, to do great works, he also needed many hands. So he acquired servants and maidens, which he bought with his money, because remember he's rich, and those uh, servants that he had, had servants. So he had servants born uh, in his house. He had large possessions of uh, great and small cattle and uh, herds and flocks as his father David had before him. Solomon put, um, puts his having possessions of cattle among his great works and pleasures. And again, we can think of the cattlemen out there. Those who, um, I know like my uncle, he loves his cows. He loves, he enjoys going out and taking care of them and knowing them all by name. And, you know, <laughs> he has one that he says uh, meets him at the gate. You know, that's just a pleasure for him. He loves his, his cattle. And I'm sure those who have horses and hogs and pigs and lambs and whatever else, you know, whatever uh, other kind of husbandry, they love what they do also. Those who plant gardens, those who take care of the land, those who take care of cattle of any kind, they love what they do. And this is what it seems like Solomon loved what he was doing, even though he was doing it to, uh, you know, to as like a, a test to see if it was uh, all vanity, as he said earlier. It says, and I'm reading again. Um, the neighboring kings and the distant uh, provinces of his own empire sent him the richest presents they had to obtain his favor and the, inst and the instructions of his wisdom. And you know, those that's, that's the diversion that led him into trouble because he was marrying with all of these women from all of these different countries and he started building um, ca uh, not castles. He started building idols and temples for them to worship their gods. So he s took his focus from his one true God to please these women. And this is a man of wisdom doing um, what he knew was not right. He had everything that was charming and diverting. All sorts of melody and music, vocal and instrumental, men singers and uh, women singers, the best voices he could pick up, and all the wind and band instruments that were then in use. And when you think about it, his father was a genius in music. And Solomon, in his pursuit of, um, I guess you could say pursuit of happiness, <laughs> did the same, but he wasn't, I guess, the genius his dad was. His father had... Um, the genius of music, but it should seem he employed it more to serve his devotion than his son, because you know, David wrote his songs and they were devotions to God. Solomon used his to divert his energy to as a distraction, sort of like um, Saul, 
when David came to play for him, you know, to like music uh, soothes the savage breasts or the savage beasts. That's how it was with, uh, seems like with Solomon. He, he made, he had music made more for his diversion. And all of that I read came from Matthew Henry. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Help us to understand it. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for spending time in God's word with me. Be blessed.